Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of my podcast Explore and Engage with Anam. Everyone, I guess, is afraid of shortages. And by that I mean any product shortage in the market. Whenever there's a shortage of anything that's essential, it makes people panic. And most recently, in 2020, we saw how shortages um, made consumers panic. You know, 2020, uh, it was during the COVID outbreak. A lot of people rushed to the store um, and got toilet paper and hand sanitizer. And I remember uh, from my personal experience, I had uh, lots of trouble finding hand sanitizer. Um, And that was because there was high demand and... um, you know, people just rushed, and I think many people bought hand sanitizer, you know, um, months of supply, perhaps, at once. Uh, because people were hoarding stuff. Not everyone, but a lot of people were hoarding stuff because they were afraid that, um, uh, you know, it, it was it was a COVID outbreak, um, unprecedented pandemic, and people went and bought Uh, the stuff that they thought they would need um, so that they could store uh, at home. And that led to a lot of shortages um, for for those who couldn't couldn't find those items on store shelves. Anyway, I think we all remember what people went through in 2020. In the United States, um, we also recently had the supply chain crisis. And... I think, in my opinion, a lot of the supply chain problems, um, to some extent, still exist. Then came inflation. People not only have difficulty finding stuff, even today, but we are also experiencing um, price increases. You know, you go to the store... You look at the prices of stuff, you look at the price tags, and you know that prices have gone up uh, significantly. And sometimes it seems that the world will never be the same again. Shortages and price increases continue to hurt our budgets. You know, I have talked about it previously uh, in my podcast. I have written about it. Um, Inflation... It's it is, it is just a big big challenge for hardworking Americans. For people who are extremely wealthy, that may not be an issue. But for most um, Americans, inflation is a very big problem, because people are on a budget. They have a budget for groceries. They have a budget for. Um, you know, uh, recreation, they have a budget for travel, they have a budget for, um, you know, everything, uh, for emergency needs. And many Americans are actually drawing from their savings because many families can't keep up with the price increases. And then shortages, shortages still exist, you may not be able to find what you need, even today. In my case, most recently, I was looking for strawberry preserves uh, of a particular brand that I always buy. 
And I went to the store, I searched the shelves, and I couldn't find it. There were other kinds of preserves and jams, uh, cherry, mixed berry, so on and so forth, but not the strawberry preserves from that particular brand of product. I couldn't find it. Now, it may not sound like a big deal, but I think it is a major problem. Our economy is all about consumer choice, range of options and choices, and we expect, as consumers, we expect that when we go to the store and we're looking for anything, let's say strawberry preserves, there must be range of options, and um, often uh, consumers like a specific product of a, from a specific brand, and in my case, there's a specific brand of strawberry preserves I like. And if I can find that in the store, and I'm not talking about just a one-time visit. Um, this particular item I have had in the last um, several months, there were, um, there were multiple occasions when I had trouble finding that product on the shelf. So I know that it's not just a one-time um you know, for whatever reason, the product is not on the shelf, but there is an ongoing issue. And it's not just with that product. I use that as an example, but um, I think previously I posted on social media about um, tea bags, um, this particular brand of tea that I uh, enjoy consuming. Um, I, I had difficulty finding it on multiple occasions. So I think we all understand what's going on. There are ongoing shortages in our economy. All the crises that we have experienced as a country over the last couple of years have made it difficult to find what we need and also hard to find the products at reasonable prices. In this episode, I wish to highlight a news that I just um, learned about this week. And it's not from here in the US. The news is from across the ocean and I'm talking about the United Kingdom. The people in the United Kingdom, uh, they are facing shortages of critical food items. Tomatoes, cucumbers, and broccoli are in short supply in the United Kingdom. So if you want to have a nice salad in the UK, it may be difficult. It may be very, very challenging. So what's going on in the UK? people are coming up with different reasons as to why the shortages are happening. Some are saying it's because of energy prices. Others are saying it's because of bad weather. And there are many other reasons that people are coming up with. The shortage is such serious that supermarkets are actually limiting the quantity of tomatoes that a customer can buy. In the United Kingdom, that is what is going on. It's a severe shortage of tomatoes, cucumbers, and broccoli, and supermarkets are limiting the quantity, limiting the quantity of tomatoes that a consumer can buy. So if you are a consumer, if you're a customer going to a supermarket and you, uh, in the UK, in the United Kingdom, and you want to buy tomatoes, the supermarket is putting a limit on how much you can buy. And you know what that's called, right? It's called rationing. Rationing is what's going on in the UK if you want to buy tomato. 
in a free market economy, this is perhaps the worst nightmare rationing. And that nightmare is now becoming a fact. A fact that people of the United Kingdom um, have to deal with. Rationing. Rationing is what's going on in the UK. It does not take an economist to know that the economic conditions are bad. They are bad when supermarkets start rationing food. Rationing creates a chain reaction. It leads to fear, it leads to panic, it leads to speculation, and also probably price gouging. When consumer ex consumers experience rationing, when supermarkets are rationing food, consumers lose confidence in the economy. They lose confidence. If they go to a store to buy tomatoes, only to find out that the supermarket is rationing vegetables. I am praying for the people of the United Kingdom. The problem just doesn't end with tomatoes and cucumbers. People, When people start to fear, when people start to realize that there's something really wrong in the economy, there's a lot of speculation. As I said, people lose confidence. They start thinking, will there be shortages of other products as well? And when consumers are afraid, they may, they may end up buying whatever they can find and they can start hoarding stuff. And that then leads to more shortages and more fear and more speculation and more problems. People in the UK, they are in a difficult situation right now because... When consumers in the UK go to grocery store and want to buy tomatoes, they experience rationing. On this side of the ocean, here in America, we are doing okay for now. I have cucumbers and tomatoes in the refrigerator. So if I want to make a salad today, I can do that. Um... I don't have lettuce right now, but that's because I have not purchased lettuce. But, th but that's my choice. If I want to go to the store now and get lettuce, lettuce is available. And I have cucumbers and tomatoes. So we are fortunate that we don't have um, that kind of shortage. But we have seen since 2020 rationing. There were stores that were rationing toilet paper. There were stores that were rationing um, bottled water. So if you, um, you know, back in 2020, if you wanted to just go to the store and buy uh, a whole bunch of toilet paper, uh, some stores were putting a limit on how much they would sell to a particular, to, to, a, to one customer. So as one, as a single customer, if you went in and you wanted to buy, um, you know, Lots and lots of toilet paper. You couldn't do that. There was a limit. And so we did experience that. And now people in the UK, they are experiencing um, a, a big challenge when they go to buy tomatoes. If you want to describe the global state of affairs right now using one word, using a single word, 
I think that word would be uncertainty. Uncertainty. There's so much of uncertainty all over the world. So folks in the United Kingdom, I want to tell you that I am praying for you all and I hope that this situation improves soon because I know that shortages are painful. My friends, let me talk to you about an issue that really makes me worry. And this is a different topic that I'm going to talk about right now. But it's a pretty serious matter. And that is train derailment. Train derailment. There was a major derailment recently in Ohio, in East Palestine. And if you pay attention to the news, then you probably already know about it. There are lots of concerns regarding toxic waste and how that might impact human health. The train derailment in Ohio has been and continues to be discussed in the news, and it is a major, major issue. What is shocking is that there are other cases of tra train derailment in the United States. Recently, there was a train derailment in Florida, and then there was another train um, another train derailment in North Carolina recently. And all these incidents highlight the importance of ensuring safe surface transportation. Surface transportation is important. And trains are important because trains carry uh, goods and passengers. Transportation in general is important. Trucks, for example, trucks keep the economy going by carrying goods from point A to point B all over the country. Products, products that we buy from the market, products that reach store shelves, products reach store shelves on time because of trucks and truck drivers. And trains are important too because they carry lots of different types of materials. The recent incidents, I believe, highlight the importance of paying attention to transportation issues. I am praying for the people of Ohio, all those people who are suffering because of this massive train derailment and chemical spill. Human health is of utmost priority. It is top priority, human health. Ensuring that people stay healthy, that is a top priority. And the concern right now is what impact would this Ohio train derailment have on, have on the health of the people in that region. There are lots of questions about toxic waste, and I think as time goes by, we will learn more facts. Once again, ensuring human health is a top priority, and people are worried that the train derailment in Ohio might have significant adverse impacts on the health of the people in Ohio and in that region. Now let's move on to a different topic. This week I was traveling to Monroe, the city of Monroe in Greene County, Wisconsin. Now do you know where Greene County is? Um, maybe my out-of-state listeners may not know this and I know there, there are people listening to my podcast from other parts of the world, so you may not know the map of Wisconsin and where Greene County is. So if you don't know where Greene County is, you can search for that on the internet. 
Let me tell you, Greene County is a very, very beautiful place in southern Wisconsin. Um, and the city of Monroe is, um, is also a very beautiful city. So I was driving to Monroe, Wisconsin for an event uh, in the evening. And I stopped for gas at a gas station. And in the parking lot, an elderly gentleman, um, he approached me and said, Excuse me, sir. And after that, after, um, you know, he had my attention, he pointed towards the sky. He pointed towards the sky because there were two bright dots in the sky very close to each other. Looked like stars. Those two dots looked like stars, but they actually looked um, bigger than stars, more shiny, more bright. And um, one of the bright dots was a little bigger than the other one. But it was fascinating how close to each other they were. And I thought, that cannot be a pair of stars that close to each other. Anyway, I, I kept driving towards Monroe. And the elderly gentleman who pointed uh, out those two bright dots in the sky... Uh, before I left the gas station, I saw that he was uh, taking pictures because he had his phone out and he was pointing the camera uh, at the sky and, you know, I'm guessing he was taking pictures. And anyway, I kept driving towards Monroe and I saw that those two bright dots were not moving. They were standing still. I, I, I don't know how to explain it better um, than by saying that those two bright dots in the sky were standing still next to each other in the sky. They were stationary. I kept driving and it was just amazing. You know, at that point, my mind was coming up with all sorts of thoughts. I was thinking about what these bright dots may be. Uh, were those celestial bodies or something else? And I didn't have the answers. And it, it was fascinating. Eventually, as the night progressed, I saw on social media that other people had noticed that too. And people were posting photos and asking what those were and so on. It was much later that I saw in the news that those were actually, guess what? Those were actually Venus and Jupiter. The great goddess Venus, the planet Venus, shining bright in the night sky. And there was the great god Jupiter as well. The planet Jupiter in the night sky. Venus and Jupiter, two planets. They appeared really close to each other. Now what is really interesting is that a lot of people, as I later learned, called law enforcement to report uh, this, this, this sight in the sky, to report these two bright dots in the sky. People call law enforcement to... Um, I guess basically find out what's going on. And so I, I think people were worried about what those two bright, shiny objects were in the night sky. See, the unknown can often lead to fear and panic. People are, people are already stressed, I think, because of global economic and political tension. And hardworking Americans are struggling in this economy. And it is 
I mean, if I talk about the economy, um, there's a lot to talk about. Um, you know, taxes are high, so people who are making money, they are seeing a seeing a big chunk of the, uh, their earnings being taken away in taxes, and it's it's hard to find. Um, uh, you know, it's hard to find reasonable prices in this economy when people go to the store and they are looking at the price tags, the hefty price tags. Uh, uh, Americans are struggling, and 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 then it's hard. On the employer side, it's hard to find workers to fill jobs, and prices are going up. And uh, there are political divisions in the country, and those divisions have intensified in many ways. And there are lots and lots of problems, lots and lots of problems. So naturally, people are stressed, and um, people are very stressed. And then when folks see to unknown shiny white dots in the night sky and uh, those clearly don't look like stars and a lot of folks don't know what those are, people get worried. And when they get worried, they call law enforcement to find out what's going on. Anyway, from news reports, I found out that those were Venus and Jupiter and th that's a relief. And now we can talk about how beautiful uh, those those two planets are. Um, I I am um, I I am uh, you know how how should I explain it? I love reading Greek and Roman mythology, and when reading mythology uh, over the years, I have learned so much about Venus and Jupiter, um, the gods and the goddesses of Mount Olympus, and uh, just all the different uh, characters that um, that we read about in mythology. But anyway, it's not just that, but I also have studied astrology, and so I have an interest um, in planets and stars and in astronomy in general. I love reading about um, the different uh, space exploration efforts and so on and so forth. And so seeing Venus and Jupiter so bright in the sky and close to each other. It was just, it was magnificent. It was an amazing feeling. Obviously, I had lots of questions at first because I didn't know that um, uh, those were Venus and Jupiter. But as soon as I found out, it was just amazing. It felt great and uh, I love it. But um, there were lots of questions and speculation, but now we know that those were Venus and Jupiter. So you should check out my YouTube channel because I posted a video of Venus and Jupiter in the night sky close to each other uh, from that night. Um, and uh, I, I think you'll like my video. Just visit my website, www.tossifanam.net, and you will find a link to my YouTube channel. And that is all for today. Um, thank you for continuing to listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, I, I want to say to all my listeners, thank you for your encouraging comments. And um, I will be back again with a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. Thank you.